Banshee and the Fox. Now the Banshee, you may have heard of her. She's another world woman of Ireland. She's in the business of doing a really scary scream just before someone pops their clogs. That's a fun way of saying before someone passes away from this world into the other one. As the ancient Irish mythology would have you believe. People believe many things and it's as good a guess as anything, I suppose. Well, Ban Osgelga means woman and she means of the fairy folk. So woman of the fairies. The Banshee, she's called. She has very long hair, which she combs meticulously with a beautiful silver comb. But the main thing she does is scream. So if you hear an unholy scream at night, it means that someone you know is supposed to uh, <coughs> pop their clogs, so to speak. You see, in Ireland, we also have a healthy population of foxes. Foxes are beautiful animals. And they're known in Ireland as an Madra Rua, which means the red dog. They have a gorgeous fluffy tail, which they've awful trouble keeping in good condition. Some foxes have to brush their tails and barbed wire to keep it from getting all matted and tangled. Now the fox is a very, very smart animal. And in hearing the banshee making her screams, he decided to copy her. The female fox known as the vixen and the male known as the dog would have their pups in spring. So when the pups were old enough to come out of their den, that's their hole in the ground, the vixen would take the pups out to play. But let me tell you, the fox got the idea to copy the banshee and make an unmerciful scream. His thinking being that none of the humans are like this, so they'll keep away from each other. So while the pups were out playing, the dog fox would make a big wide circle of them every few feet or so, making an unmerciful scream. Not unlike that of the banshee. He wasn't far off. Sure, all the foxes across Ireland thought it was an absolutely great idea. Best thing to keep the humans away. <laughs> but they're the most dangerous animals on the planet, if you're asking me. But let me tell you, the banshee was tipping around doing her bits. A big scream here, a big scream there. But the people just didn't seem to be taking her seriously anymore. Sure, they were hearing all the foxes round the country, making this hullabaloo. And then nobody in the vicinity was popping their clogs. <laughs> she had to go and have a word. So the banshee made her way to a hole in the ground. And made her way down in to speak with the occupants. She was confronted by a badger that was very irate. It said, How dare you come into my session and scare me like that. You could have least knocked. But the ancient laws of hospitality mean that I have to provide you with at least a cup of tea. The banshee agreed. She sat and had a brew with the badgers. And let me tell you, it was some of the most beige tea she'd had in a long time. Where did you get this tea? Her being in the market for a new tea supplier. Her tea supplier having gone on the missing list. The badger said they had got it from drawn water from Blessington Lake, which according to them, was entirely made from tea. You just take a pot and boil it up. Well, she had heard it all now. Wailing foxes and lakes of tea. So the banshee set off again to find the hole of the fox. She went down by the river, stuck her keown in the first hole she saw. 
she was immediately confronted by an otter holding a pot of tea. She said, No, please sit down. The banshee wanted to leave and go looking for the fox, but having to honour the ancient laws of hospitality, she said, All right, grand. She sat down with the otter and her family. She had some mackerel biscuits with the tea, which were slightly questionable, but she didn't want to be rude. The otter also said that they didn't have any milk for the tea, to which the banshee replied, I don't take milk. Which wasn't true, but she just didn't want them to feel like they hadn't looked after her. She left the otter's house, so maybe third time was the charm. She went down another hole only to find a massive family of very hospitable rabbits. Now they had the table set for all 23 of them sitting there, but never mind that. They knew the obligations and invited the banshee to sit down and have a cup of hawthorn tea, which the mammy rabbit had prescribed for the banshee saying that she looked stressed out of her head. You look stressed out of your head. After the tea, and a spread of dandelions and carrots. The banshee was feeling very, very zen. She decided to be somewhat rude to ask the location of the fox den of the rabbits, considering their well-known enmity. Foxes eat rabbits. So she set out again in search of the fox's den. Weary though the banshee was, this was her livelihood, and she needed to sort this out. Tired from her travels and full of tay, She wandered the land, and for the life of her, she couldn't find the fox. She decided to wait for the light of the moon and see if she could hear a fox scream. Sure enough, by the next full moon, she heard the wail of the fox. She shot at supernatural speed to where the fox was. Anyway, she'd had a bucket of tea at this point, but she still sat down at the table with the family of foxes. The den was immaculate, though she noticed all of their tails were quite matted. She had explained how all of this knock-off banshee screaming had greatly distressed her, and how it was very bad for the business of screaming. The scream's terribly bad for business. The fox explained that there was no way he'd give it up, citing the safety of all foxes across the country. He marred my job's work to give up the scream. She took out her magic silver comb and plunked it on the table. Said she now, If you's lot packing screaming, I'll brush all the tails of every fox in Ireland. That is unless some sort of complicated contractual situation may arise with unionised leprechauns or crows or something like that. So it was the Banshee had agreed to brush all the tails of all the foxes of Ireland. You'll notice, if you see a fox that its tail will be pristine and fluffy. And you'll know the banshee has brushed it. If you see a fox as a matted tail, you can be sure he couldn't give up the screaming. That is to say, if you do hear a blood-curdling scream in Ireland, you can probably be sure it's not a fox, but a banshee, warning us all that someone's about to pop their clogs, (laughs) so to speak. Ireland's Unreal was written and presented by me, Hugh Cooney, and produced by the RTE Junior Radio Team. This is our RTE Junior Podcast. For more sorts of
Dirty E Kids Podcast.